Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I am about to release a new tone produced by Parasymatics 2.0, and it's the one that you asked for. In my uh, previous podcast, I said I'm going to next release the tone from one of two things. It's either going to be the tone from a genuine crop circle or the tone created by the Egyptian Book of the Dead. And then I put up a poll and I said, uh, I'll give you a couple days to go and cast your vote and then that will determine what I release next. And so here is what the uh, the poll results are. Uh, 52% picked a genuine crop circle and 48% picked the book of the dead so it was close which is good that shows uh, how interested you are in those two things and you certainly should be but in this case the crop circle won so before I play this crop circle audio for you I want to explain a bit for you about the particular crop circle that you're going to hear. And that is because um, the crop circle situation is is kind of a tricky one. You know, I told you before when I started trying to figure out how to approach Parasymatics 2.0 in general, I had to think about not just what images I might want to to use to try to extract a tone from, but also... um, what point of view on those images so there's there is a lot of subjectivity right off the bat in just determining you know the perspective that you're going to use before you start extracting the tone but this becomes uh, especially uh, elaborate when you're dealing with crop circles because there are so many crop circles and so little is known about the origin of each crop circle that in many cases we don't know for certain what we're looking at is this something that's man-made is this something that an alien left for us is it a natural phenomenon i mean is it some kind of interdimensional thing we don't know i mean there are so many questions about what crop circles even are that you know to be in the position of saying like okay well i'm just going to pick one for now and let's use this as an example uh, was a tricky proposition, but but what I did was I sat down and and look I've been to crop circles I've investigated crop circles I mean I have some background in this I would not consider crop circles uh, an area of expertise for me uh, but you know I I have included that in my studies and so I got on the internet and I started doing research about what is known regarding certain crop circles like how credible certain ones seem to be in other words uh look i know that just because we don't know where a circle came from that doesn't mean that it it wasn't created by humans but at least there are some out there i can find where it has been exposed like yes humans created this okay so that's fine so i i specifically did my best to not uh, utilize any crop circles where it has become known 
that a human created it. So at least the crop circles that I've been playing with are crop circles that uh, supposedly, you know, we still don't know where they came from. And what you'll find is when you get on the net and you start looking around for information on crop circles that may actually be more genuine or legitimate in that sense, there actually uh, are some good resources that there's a nice uh, live science article about this where they talk about some of the ones that that seem to be more perplexing but one article that I found especially intriguing was published in uh, a major Australian newspaper news site it's news.com.au and the headline for this article is they're real and contain hidden messages scientist says and then it says as a subheading, a scientist who has dedicated his life to researching UFO crop circles says there are puzzles in them containing secret messages. And says here we're talking about a man named Dr. Horace Drew. And this, this fella, he is an American who now lives in Australia, but he travels frequently to Europe to study crop circles. And this guy is a bona fide scientist, okay? He has a PhD in chemistry from Caltech. That's the California Institute of Technology. Uh, He worked for uh, CSIRO as a molecular biologist. I mean, this guy, you know, he's the real deal. He's a real scientist, so he's not some kook. And yet he has some pretty startling opinions uh, about crop circles, Um, He says that he believes that they could be the work of aliens or human time travelers. And so what I want to do here uh, is read you a few things that he has said, uh, because he has presented on this a number of times, apparently. And it says here... uh, Dr. Drew claimed that aliens or human time travelers have been leaving the crop circles on Earth as messages to, quote, us or themselves, end quote. Uh, And then it says uh, he's one of a handful of scientists who had worked to successfully decode some of the messages in crop circles. According to him, some crop circles provide general descriptions of the future, Quote, other crop circles show schematic images of the future for astronomical or human events, end quote, he said. Wow. How do you, I mean, can you imagine this? A guy from Caltech is saying stuff like this. Um, he said, some of the decoded messages read, quote, much pain but still time. Believe there is good out there. Another one Beware the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. Another, we oppose deception. Another, conduit closing, end quote. Dr. Drew has developed at least two theories as to the purpose of the circles by reading their advanced version of binary codes. He said, quote, one theory is that they're trying to introduce themselves to us peacefully, like we do, using bubbles with dolphins. When humans want to talk with dolphins, we put little bubble circles under the ocean with a generator. 
we watch the dolphins come up and play and investigate and we study them and this is called the dolphin communication project end quote so he said the dynamic way humans interact with dolphins and whales was likely comparable to how extraterrestrials communicate with us um, he says, quote, uh, Barack or Trump have never said to a dolphin, take me to your leader, I want to sign a treaty with you, he said. And the extraterrestrials are not interested in making a treaty with us, they are ahead of us like we are ahead of the dolphins and the whales, end quote. Well, you know what, that's a pretty interesting idea, isn't it? You know, that's a good, I guess that's a good analogy, it does make sense to me. His second theory was that the messages are, quote, not even for us. Uh, It says, Dr. Drew said human time travelers from the distant future could be creating the circles as directional markers to help them navigate in their distant past, which is our present. He says, quote, there are definitely humans living there in about 5,000 years with time travel capability. They're coming back and flying all over Earth. They seem to just say this is a certain day in market. So the trouble is we don't know space-time physics enough to understand what's happening. It's beyond our knowledge. Maybe they don't want us to know about it. It might be just for them, end quote. And then I'll also say quickly here, uh, um, there's a section called How Are They Made? And he says, uh, okay, well, here's the article. Dr. Drew said the circles appeared to be created by a, quote, unknown energy that heats the crops up. It's like microwave energy, but it's something beyond Earth's science, he said. It can pattern the wheat. No one sees or hears anything, and that's why it's so hard to prove. If there's a craft, it's silent, noiseless. Uh, Okay, so. This is the kind of material that I've been sort of using as the basis for my crop circle research. You know, I'm looking at people like him and some of the, the circles that they believe are significant, and so um, you'll, you'll, you'll you know you can now sort of understand the uh, the direction I'm coming from when I'm even trying to tap into a crop circle that might be worthy of listening to. But that said, before I play for you what I'm going to play for you, you know what? Even if the crop circle that I have here is man-made, um, still it's worth listening to, right? Because uh, there is some kind of interesting thing that goes on in, in, the, in the head of a person or the heads of people that make them want to get together and create these designs. And so if this is just nothing more than some weird form of human art, still, you know, it's, it's just an interesting thing to hear. So this particular crop circle that you're going to hear is, uh, is an odd one. This is a crop circle that appeared in a field of wheat at Clay Hill, Warminster, Wiltshire, in England. And this is a place where there were many, many famous UFO sightings in the 60s and 70s. All the experts are baffled over this particular one. It's uh, 200 feet in diameter. And 
I have a picture of it posted on the website, but for the purpose of this podcast, the best way I can explain this image to you is that um, it kind of looks like a hexagon, which is a six-sided shape. And then in the middle of the hexagon is a cube, which is formed from crosses that have been placed together. So imagine if, you know how a cube has six sides? So imagine if you had like six crosses and you put them together into a cube shape and then you put that inside of a huge uh, hexagon six-shaped, six-sided shape. Um, So that's the best way I can describe it. But again, I'm going to tell you in a minute how you can go and look at the actual picture. And what I do with Parasymatics is I take all the images that I use and I convert them to black and white. Uh, I have tried capturing things in color and it works, but um, it seems like the tones just stand out and, and pop a little bit more when it's it's black and white. And that probably goes back maybe to this sort of binary concept that the doctor was talking about you know it can be one thing or the other zero or one black or white or some you know some gradient of those two so this uh, tone I'm going to play for you let's see I'm not sure how long this one lasts um, but you know they're all pretty pretty short it should be less than a minute uh, this tone I'm going to play for you comes from that crop circle in England, and by now you've heard uh, the tone of the Great Pyramids at the Giza Plateau. You've heard the tone from an overhead shot of Stonehenge. And one thing that I believe you'll note is different about this is that as you listen to it, as the image is scanned, this produces some very high-pitched, sort of screeching sounds and tones in the background that we didn't really get from the, the the old ancient stuff like Stonehenge and the pyramids. So it does sound different. You know, you'll you'll hear that same basic sort of um, flow or, or wave of information that's just, you know, you'll hear that. But then listen to those, those high-pitched tones that come in the background. So here we go. This is the first time ever I have released... Parasymatics 2.0 tone of a crop circle. So now, you can take that sound and, you know, just sit around, listen to it over and over on your own, compare it, if you want to, to the pyramids and Stonehenge, do whatever you want, but if you just sit there and you meditate on it, I'd be interested in, 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 you know, getting your feedback on what that does for you. Does it put you in a particular state of mind? Do you feel like that that is 
a sound that's coming from an image that was given to us by another world, by extraterrestrials, or by people in the future, or beings in another dimension, or, or you know, could this be from humans? Like, what's your feeling about this? But I not only am releasing this today, I also have released the first video footage ever giving you a glimpse of me conducting the Parasymatics 2.0 operation in my current lab. Uh, it's a short clip. It's less than a minute. But um, I'll post that for you on my Twitter page along with uh, this article that I've just read uh, portions of. But furthermore, if you want to see the cymatic, the parasymatic sigil that was created by the crop circle tone, I have that posted. You've got to go to my website to see the actual sigil that was created for this. Um, and it's on the same page I've been telling you about. I'm going to keep putting these updates on the same sigil page. So once again, if you want to see this, go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Scroll down the home page, and you'll see a, a few basic sigils there on my home page right now. And then there's a yellow link that says click here for the full updated list. And that's where you go and and scroll down and you'll get to the Parasymatics 2.0 section where you'll see the video clip I just posted of me doing this in the lab and you will see uh, the latest edition is the actual picture of the actual crop circle that I used you will then see the pattern it created in the water and then you will see the sigil that we extracted and so this will give you one more sigil to work with, the sigil of a crop circle. And I, I again, I know what you might be thinking, well, wait a second, isn't the crop circle itself just a sigil? Like, are you make, how do you make a sigil out of a sigil? A crop circle is a sigil, but not, not exactly. A crop circle is just an image or a pattern that was put there. And what I'm doing is I am taking what I can from that using light and having that interact with physical matter which is the water you see I'm changing something that's, that was put there as like a coded pattern into a physical interaction and then I'm giving you a new representation of what that interaction looks like and that's what the sigil is and the sigil looks crazy. It doesn't look like, okay, I'm looking right now, and all these Parasymatics 2.0 sigils look crazy. But this one, I don't know. It, 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 they each look crazy in their own way. So you'll just have to go to joshuapwarren.com and look at the sigil page, the updated sigil page, to see this for yourself. So today, you're getting a lot of new information to, to play with. Uh, you've got this new tone, the new sigil, the video footage. So I hope that you are um, able to take time to explore all of this if Parasymatics is of interest to you, and it certainly should be. Look, I don't know. I don't know what the message is in this crop circle. I don't know what it may or may not be able to do. I don't know if it has healing powers. I don't know if it has the power of opening the third eye. I don't know if it holds the key to developing a new technology. 
Uh, I don't know. But maybe if you just hang out with this sigil, something will uh, come to you. Something will occur to you. Uh, Tomorrow, I'm planning on giving you a really interesting report. And it's kind of a terrifying report, which is an update on a case that I started working on back in 2013 or some, thereabouts, 2012-2013. Um, and it's about a man who was being terrorized by what he believed was a demon. And he contacted me a couple of days ago with an update on what's been happening since then, and it's not good. So I'll be, I think, telling you about that tomorrow. Um, because it's the sort of thing that I know we don't always like to talk about some of this dark negative stuff, but you need to hear this. You really do. So uh, that's why you have to stay in touch with this podcast. And don't forget now, I have a new amazing product that I've been working on. It's a metaphysical product that I'm going to be releasing probably this weekend i have to travel soon you know i'm going to be doing a tv shoot but i think i'm going to do it even though i'm going to be out of town i can still launch this thing on probably sunday or monday and it's a product based on the work of psionics pioneer tom vrillock and actually tom vrillock is uh he's heading to vegas to meet with me and so we may be getting together with him uh, tomorrow night, and so uh, I, I very much look forward to that as well. He's a great guy, and uh, just loved hanging out with him in Milwaukee. So you'll be learning about this on, you know, or by Monday we'll say, and uh, that's also a reason why when you go to joshuapwarren.com, you've got to sign up for my free e-newsletter because that is how I will first announce this. I will initially blast this out through my free e-newsletter. It takes two seconds to sign up there at joshuapwarren.com. And then, of course, you'll find a link to this podcast called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short, always free, independent, uncensored. And um, if you just click the link to the podcast, you'll find you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren. And uh, I'll usually tweet when a new one is available and of course from time to time I'll be contacting you in uh, one way or another and asking you to participate in polls because just like how I decided to release the crop circle um, stuff you know I, I, I'm doing this because I said what do you want to experience and you voted and this is how it turned out so that's it for today but thank you for listening Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.